Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. When one asset class zigs, the other asset class goes in the opposite direction. And you can never predict the market. So always invest in a barbell approach with a lot of risk in one side, very limited risk on another side, and balance your portfolio. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Hello, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with today's guest, Badri Maliner. Badri is joining us from Beaverton, Oregon. He is the co-founder and vice president at Avestor, a technology platform focused on end-to-end solutions for sponsors to build customizable private funds. His portfolio consists of being an LP on over 50 deals across multiple assets. Badri, thank you for joining us. And how are you today? Hey, great, Ash. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. It's a pleasure always to be with you. The pleasure is ours. And Badri, before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. So I used to be an exec in a Fortune 500 company and almost retired 15 years back. I've been in various startups. Investing is a hobby. I've invested in pretty much all asset classes, real estate, of course, options, stocks, commodities, bonds, startups. 
and I'm an angel investor in over 30 startups. I was kind of semi-retired and a friend of mine wanted me to come back and be a co-founder at Avester. And my goal is to travel to every country in the world. I'm up to about 70 so far, but hopefully we'll resume this after I take a little here, this working with Avester. And what was Avester? Avester is the company I co-founded with a couple of friends. And the goal of Avester is to change investing as we know it with the new concept called a customizable fund, which allows investors to pick and choose deals within the infrastructure of a fund and still get the benefits of syndications, but in the context of a fund. How easy are funds to set up these days? You know, funds are fairly complex to set up and fairly complex to manage. And that's one of the problems we are trying to solve. Customizable funds makes it very easy for you to set up a fund. But there are several problems with blind pool funds today, as we know it, Ash. If you don't have a strong track record, it's difficult to set up a fund. And from a sponsor perspective, I'll talk about it from a sponsor perspective and also talk about it from an investor perspective. You cannot flex your business model as a sponsor. Once you pick a particular asset class, you have to stick to that asset class and you have a finite amount of time generally to raise the money. And you're also under pressure to deploy capital as soon as you get it. No investor likes to leave their money lying around sitting in the bank account. And those are some of the problems we are trying to solve because we have put a little fund wrapper around syndication deals and let sponsors create an evergreen customizable fund where they can invest in any asset class and raise money as they need it. And from an investor perspective, the big advantage of a customizable fund is you can pick and choose which deal you want and hold your horses. You get a single K1. Tell me who is happy getting 10 K1s except maybe your accountant, right? Or tax time. I pay a lot of money to take all of my K1s and combine them into companies. Yeah. Okay. Single K1, great selling point. I want to circle back. What is an evergreen fund? Well, surprise, it's evergreen, but let me build on that a little more. An evergreen fund is an open-ended fund, which you create without specifying your business strategy, an evergreen customizable fund, I should say. So it does not have a finite close date because though investors are investing in the fund, they're really investing in one deal at a time. So of course, a deal has some projected exit dates, but the fund never exits. Think of it like a stock brokerage account for real estate investing. You pick and choose which stock you want. And when a deal exits, the cash balance in your account just gets incremented. So that's what an evergreen customizable fund is. And a blind pool fund, what is that? A blind pool fund is the traditional fund, which you might think of when you think of a fund today. And As the words indicate, the investor does not have a choice on which investment they want to invest in. So once you invest in a blind pool fund, you're depending on the track record of the sponsor and every deal which the sponsor is investing in, you have to invest because you don't have a choice. So if the sponsor suddenly decides to go into a different asset class, voila, you'll have to just go along with him. So that's the traditional blind pool fund. And it's a shame that the blind pool fund was introduced, I don't know, President Roosevelt's time 60 years back. The fund industry has not innovated at all, and we hope to completely shake the fund industry up. What have they not innovated? In providing ability for the investors to pick and choose deals in the context of a fund. 
So there is no customizability either for a sponsor or a fund manager or the investor in a traditional blind pool fund. All right. I'm going to ask you a question. If I have a fund and I have three different deals that I'm closing on, can investors put portions of their money in these different allocations? Absolutely. Again, can they move them around once they're in? No. So the way we have structured it is once you invest in a deal, you have to wait until the deal exits. But when you put your money in, you can say, hey, I like this deal. I like the Sunbelt. No, you like the Sunbelt because you live in Texas. In Cincinnati. Uh, oh, you live in Cincinnati. Yep. That's right. I don't That's okay. So they can pick to decide to invest 20000 in one deal, 30000 in another deal. But they do have to wait until the deal exits. From a sponsor's perspective, I would think people would want the ability to have investors money and they deploy how they see it fit versus trying to fill one deal at a time. Is that what you're seeing? It just depends. So you can kind of get the best of both worlds, if you will. For example, maybe you set a fund level minimum of 50 or 100,000, but then you allow a deal level minimum of 20 or 25,000 or even lower. So what this allows you to do is still collect the 50 or 100,000 up front, but you're not collecting it for every single deal in the future. And you still have the ability to deploy that capital in a deal, but then the investor comes back and says, if you have enough investors, presumably you'll have enough deals that some investors may be interested in deal A and other investors may be interested in deal B. So you still do have that flexibility where you can deploy the capital because that money is already in the account. It's just that you're not asking the investors to commit to every single deal in the future. And as we head towards recession, I think people will want to diversify their investments and have the ability to pick and choose which investments they want. By the way, the fund investors typically send the money in ahead of time, and then the sponsor determines when they want to deploy it? Either model is possible. For example, in the fund which we built to test out the platform, we do have a fund minimum. And if they like one of the current deals in the fund in the platform, they do have to put the fund minimum of 50 or 100,000 or whatever it is, And then they can decide to deploy 10, 20,000 in each deal, which they see, and leave the rest in the cash balance. The best analogy, Ash, is think of it like a stock brokerage account. You fund the money with a certain amount of money. You don't invest in all the stocks immediately. You leave some in the cash balance, and then you can decide which stock to invest in as time progresses. Interesting. So it's exactly like a brokerage account. It's exactly like a brokerage account. You don't have to panic and hope everybody wires the money in at the last minute. Exactly. So you Ah. can get the money in advance, or you can also collect money in a deal at a time. So once the fund minimum is achieved, then maybe you put the deal up and say, hey, this is the deal I'm considering. And just like in a syndication deal, you can gather all the soft comments, and then you can decide which deal you want to invest in and whether you want to proceed with the deal. That's interesting because I've had a lot of people over the years, they just randomly say they want to invest with you. And you kind of keep them on hold until you have a deal where you need additional investors and they may or may not still be interested. Whereas if you had had them open up the account and then they can deploy capital based on the deals, it's a great way to keep that fresh money coming in. Exactly. That's been our experience. And we have some investors who like auto investing models. 
saying, hey, we like all the deals you bring onto your fund into the platform. So we will just put 10,000 every month. And then uh, sometimes they pick the specific deal and sometimes they just invest 10,000 in the next deal. We like all the deals you guys bring. Interesting. So the syndication model is just unchanged for a long time, right? It seems like since syndication started, everybody's doing the same thing. What are some really creative things you've seen being done with funds? What a fund allows you to do, especially a customizable fund, is reduce a lot of the costs associated with syndications. Think about it. For each syndication, you're paying $10,000 at PPM, or maybe if you have got a very discounted attorney, seven grand, I can't imagine anybody doing it for less than that. You're doing a blue sky filing for every investor from each state for every syndication deal. So if you do five syndication deals a year, then for the state of Texas, if the first investor comes along, you'll have to do five blue sky filings. You'll have to do five separate management LLCs. So the customizable fund allows you to get massive cost savings over doing one syndication at a time from legal compliance and accounting aspects of it. And another interesting thing which you can do with a customizable fund is just like in a syndication deal where you can have class A, class B, class C shares, you can do a combination of capital raising where some of it is just hard money loans Some of it might be preferred equity, some of it might be common equity, and some of it might be a combination of everything. So you can take one deal and split it into four or five sub deals. And what that allows you to do is appeal to investors with different risk tolerances. You may be at different stages in life. At this time, you really want some safe money. You want the preferred equity of 10% or 8% or whatever it is and say, hey, I don't mind not having the upside, but I want this guaranteed income. So you can decide how much you want to put in each deal, but all in the context of one fund. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. When it comes to scaling your real estate business, is lack of capital holding you back? Raising private capital on demand can be a major challenge, but you can get the knowledge and tools you need to succeed when you attend Dana Cornell's four-week Raise Capital Masterclass Live. After starting out with no capital or relationships, Dana has raised over $1 billion twice in the past 20 years, and he has made it his mission to share the best of what he's learned with business owners and investors like you. You can learn more at danacornell.com forward slash best ever. Dana's Raise Capital Masterclass Live allows you to immediately unlock and raise capital on demand, drastically increasing your business's growth. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, go to danacornell.com forward slash best ever to enroll today. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at passiveinvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. Passiveinvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Is there a dashboard where I can do this myself or do I have to interact with somebody at Avestor? 
Absolutely. We have a great software platform and there is a dashboard where you can think of it again. I still go back to the stock brokerage analogy. I don't want to offend your favorite stock brokerage, but think of it like the fidelity of real estate. You log in, you'll see your account balance, the number of deals you're invested in. You can dissect and go into one deal and say, hey, let me look at the PPM. Let me look at the project updates. And then you can look at all the transactions in the fund, how much money went in, where did the distributions come in? And as I indicated, the beauty is at the end of the year, you get a single KPI. Yeah, it seems like this industry was ripe for disruption. Both the syndication and the fund industry. We are trying to combine the best of both worlds. Take the best attributes of syndications and the best attributes of blindfold funds. Not to pick on syndication attorneys, but what do they do? From us sponsors, maybe some of us naive people, we assume that it's the same paperwork for every syndication. Why does it cost so much? That's a question you'll have to ask the syndication attorney. But I think there definitely is room for reduction in costs. And yes, there are some unique risks to a deal, but most of the risks in a multifamily deal are common across all multiple deals. To be fair, there is some work involved in doing the reg day filing, and you do have to modify the PPM for a particular situation. But there is a lot of commonality between the syndication deals. And what we have done is we have tried to develop a common PPM, which addresses the most common risks. And then we take an individual deal and you can add any number of individual deals to the customizable fund with a simple two-page addendum, as opposed to having to go through and develop a full-fledged PPM for each deal. And investors are able to see their financials of the property, any communications, it's all on one platform. Exactly. Why isn't everyone doing this? We are seeing a tremendous amount of interest. And as you know, a new concept takes some time to get ingrained in the industry. People understand syndication deals. Some people understand funds, but then we come up with a completely new idea of a a customizable fund. People say, huh, what is that? So it does take some time for the industry to turn around, but the cost savings are obvious and the investor benefits are obvious. And let me tell you something interesting. I think this is a fantastic platform when as we move towards a recession, my opinion, I don't think a recession is a matter of if, but when. Regardless, I think we all agree the economy is slowing down. And what happens during these times, Hash? Investors want diversification. They're more reluctant to put a large amount in one deal. They want people who who they can trust. More importantly, they want liquidity. They want multiple points of liquidity. And you don't get that in individual syndication deal. And a customizable fund can address all of those points. What I meant by that was why isn't everybody doing what you're doing in terms of copying your business model? Ah, a good question. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. That's okay. It is pretty hard to do. We had spent over two years in developing the algorithms. The single K1 is far more complex than you might think. We opened it to other funds just about nine months back, but we spent two full years with our own fund and two full accounting life cycles to make sure that we got everything right. So sometimes the best ideas are the obvious ideas. Why didn't somebody else think about it? So am I saying that somebody else cannot replicate this? I cannot really do that. But is it hard to replicate? Absolutely, yes. And do we have a lead? Absolutely, yes. By the way, I was listening to somebody else's podcast and I was listening to it because I knew the person being interviewed, huge family office syndicator, and they moved from the single asset syndication to the fund model but they ended up moving back. And for whatever reason, he said that his investors preferred 
investing in individual deals. What cases do you think people would have for that? Instead of spreading their capital out amongst multiple assets, why would people want specific individual deals? Well, people like to feel like they have control over their investments. Again, this is the difference between people who like to pick their own individual stocks. People feel like they have better control over their destiny. Now, whether that's true or not is debatable. Think about all the people who prefer to pick individual stocks over mutual funds, variety of people who do invest in mutual funds. People like the ability to control and people also have different time horizons. So some people may have a kid going to college in three years or four years. So now with the ability to pick individual deals, then they can tailor the investments to their particular time horizon, their particular risk tolerance, their particular liquidity needs, and their particular situation. For somebody who's living in Texas, they may have enough exposure to Texas. They may want to invest in other states. And somebody who's already has a lot of exposure to multifamily may want to invest in student housing. So that's what a customizable fund provides you, the ability to invest in individual deals, but within the context of a fund. So to go back to your original comment, if the person who was being interviewed in the podcast had heard of a customizable fund, I'm positive they would have gone back to a customizable fund, which gives them the ability and their investors to pick individual deals. So here's what I'm thinking. I would like to start a fund that's open-ended forever mm-hmm. and people can invest. And as long as they're invested, they get their returns, but they have the ability to exit. And when they exit, I would have to obviously replace their capital. Is that an option? When you say replace the capital, today when a deal exits in a customizable fund, the money goes back into the cash balance of the investor, the virtual cash balance. So it's a lot easier for you to go back to them and say, hey, Joe, your deal invested. Here is all the money I made for you. Do you want to invest in my next deal? You could do that in the individual syndication model too. But what you have to do is you have to wire the money to them and then they have to wire the money back. And as they say, there is many a slip between the cup and the lip. (laughs) They may decide to invest in another deal. They may invest to go buy the latest Tesla. So this allows you to do that. Well, what if they want to exit early and the deal is not exited? Today, we do not have a resale marketplace, but that is something we are actively thinking about. So if the deal has not exited as of today, they'll have to wait until the deal exits. So that's why we recommend when people invest, they can invest as little as $5,000 in a deal. We recommend that they invest in multiple liquidity points so that when a deal exits, they can decide if they want to roll over the money into a new deal or withdraw the money. What if somebody has a life event where they have to withdraw early? Can I have provisions in there where I'm allowed to return their capital and replace it with somebody else's capital, even my Uh, own? Not as of now, but that's something we are actively considering. Got it. And you're an LP investor on how many deals again? Through the fund, we have invested in over 50 deals and we have our own fund, which we built to test out our platform. And we have a mathematical model, which really takes a glass half empty approach. The problem with syndicators is that they always take a glass half full approach. We take a glass half empty approach and we look at all the things where a deal can go wrong. And the beauty of this fund in this 50 deals, they were not all multifamily. They were multifamily, they were self-storage, we did the RV park, we did some student housing, 
We did triple and industrial leases, retail, and it's a great f- model to diversify across multiple asset classes and multiple geographies. And we learned quite a few things along the way. So your LP investments were market research more than anything? No, our LP investments were for our fund, which we built to test out our platform. And we used that as a vehicle to build our mathematical model to evaluate a deal from an LP perspective, not from a GP perspective. The equations are slightly different. Interesting. Badri, what is your best investing advice ever? It's all about having a barbell approach. And you just cannot time the market. Pick your asset classes, pick the allocations for each asset class, and invest in a wide range of asset classes. When one asset class zigs, the other asset class goes in the opposite direction. And you can never predict the market. So always invest in a barbell approach with a lot of risk in one side, very limited risk on another side, and balance your portfolio. Badri, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's go, Ash. All right. What's the best ever book you recently read? Strangely enough, written by one of the top fund managers in the world, Ray Dalio. I love his book, The Principles. There is a lot of life learnings, not only for how to run a company, but how to run your life, really. What's the best ever way you like to give back? We have a charitable foundation and we donate to a variety of causes. And we also sponsor students in India to go through a full nursing or engineering degree. And that's the best way to give back. Instead of giving them money, an education is a gift which keeps giving. And Madhuri, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? The best way to reach out to me is just send me an email. You can go to our website. My email is badri, B-A-D-R-I, at avesterinc.com, A-V-E-S-T-O-R-I-N-C.com. Or you can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Badri, thank you again for being on the show today and demystifying some of these things that are involved with setting up a fund, running a fund, where a lot of best ever listeners maybe thought that this was out of their reach. It's a lot more attainable than what I previously understood. So thank you for your time today. Thanks, Ash. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Best ever listeners, thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Share the podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Also, follow, subscribe, and have a best ever day.